It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. They say number 13 is unlucky, but not for SCW folks. Welcome to episode 13 of the Stash Club Wrestling Podcast. My name is John. My name is Dante. What a week. Dante, how are you? John, I am doing great. It is a nice Thursday morning after yeah. the cold weather that we've had the last few days. It is 50s outside, kind of nice. And I know you haven't been outside. Yeah, I haven't been outside today, in like a so week. It's a very nice day outside today. Uh, and I'm ready to talk about some wrestling. A lot, a lot of stuff happened this past week. But John, before we get into it, how are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Big uh, Thursdays are our busy day. A lot of yes. editing, a lot of filming, a lot mm-hmm. of recording. Um, but yeah, a lot of, I mean spoilers it's gonna be another bloodline episode it's gonna be a lot to talk about hey there's a lot to talk about um cody rhodes sammy Zayn, paul Heyman. a lot of interesting uh, developments Mm -hmm. into the story leading up to wrestlemania and elimination chamber so i'm very excited to get into that before we get into that if you guys could hit subscribe turn on bell for notifications all of our quizzes our premieres consider becoming a member of the channel you get a bunch of uh, exclusive badges and emojis that you can use uh on the channel um what else is another thing there's another thing there's another thing oh uh if you're an audio only person mm. which i always forget to say this we have the audio <laughs> uh, only version on spotify apple podcast wherever you listen to podcasts but if you're watching we're happy to have you here That's i right. wish i forgot i keep forgetting about it but i wanted to get the um the pitch black mountain dew i oh, wanted to God, find that we did talk about just to that. just to try it i, I think i'm kind of over it at this point no we definitely but. have to do that <laughs> For, whether it's one of the live streams or an episode we're definitely gonna have to try it i mean cody rhodes says it's fantastic so i mean i wouldn't he wouldn't lie to us yeah well he like said i gotta be honest with you it's fantastic <laughs> It's so fucking funny. One of my favorite lines this year. All right. (laughs) All right. Let's start all the way back six days ago. Mm -hmm. Friday night's back down. I want to skip everything else for now. We can go back to other stuff. But Roman Reigns addresses the state of the bloodline. Leading up to it, he was backstage and you got a lot of like the gaslighting and Mm -hmm. manipulating of uh, Mm -hmm. Jimmy and Solo. Hey, where's Jay? Blah, blah, blah. He said, go go, go to catering and eat. I'll handle this um gets out there cuts a promo long story short someone in a hood in a in a in a, in a sweatshirt comes out Ooh. attacks roman who and, could it be i mean hey Sami Zayn might have the best spear in the business bro i'll be honest with you he fucking nailed that shit he might he have the best it. spear in the business that was a great spear that he hit on roman reigns <laughs> he should think about you should think about taking it honestly we might i think i think we might see it again in the future yeah i think just the entire how build, fucking crazy was the that? entire build up oh to it God. like you were talking about the gaslighting mm-hmm. with solo and and jimmy and all that stuff it's like have you talked to your brother and it's like there's some hesitation like jimmy's saying like i haven't talked mm-hmm. to him and stuff but there you it makes you think is he lying to roman is he actually talked to him whatever um solo obviously just stays silent throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing and then brings him back and he's apologizing i've had so much on my shoulders this and that for him to go out give the state of the <laughs> state of the union of of the bloodline uh and sammy Zayn comes out and attacks into a massive massive pop like mm-hmm. i think uh, We've been talking about how this whole natural build is similar to Daniel Bryan and stuff like that mm-hmm. back when it was like 2014, 2015. I don't think 
it's at that level. But let me tell you, Sami Zayn, I don't think so. I, I so one reason mm. why I think that too is because he had like the yes chant and stuff like that. That's such Fair. an easy chant to like get along with stuff. Like when he was doing that, the entire crowd it's was fucking like, crazy. Right? Right? So I don't yeah. think Sami yeah, yeah. has that. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 very similar. But I think Daniel Bryan just separated himself a tiny bit more. Mm-hmm. But regardless, mm-hmm. I'm not here to compare them. But it just I, I love just the natural progression of like a year ago today. He's setting up. He's in a storyline with Jackass, like Johnny Knoxville, which granted was great. Yeah, it was good. It It was was one of the better matches. It was very entertaining. But it's just like to go from doing this a year ago to now you're involved in the biggest story, not in WWE, but in just professional wrestling. Right. right. And you're now a week away from being in the biggest match of your life in your hometown. (sighs) And at the end of the whole thing, too, going back to the segment, Roman Reigns like attacks him and stuff, and he goes, Mm -hmm. "You know what?" I want to give you the match. He's like screaming I, at him oh, in the corner. I'm gonna break you in your hometown, in front of your friends, in front of your, you. Like you broke my family. I'm gonna break oh in front God. of yours. And to, and one other thing I want to point out that Roman Reigns says very well that no one else really, no no one else does it. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns cutting promos without the mic because like oh when he's yeah, talking, like, yeah in the corner like there's no mic like it's not into the mic not everyone can hear it, but it's like that's what makes it personal and makes it more like oh shit like it takes is, out like the showmanship of it and it, it's just it like, takes away the sports entertainment to kind of like you know it's obviously not real but it's like you're kind of blurring the line at that point he's bit. just legit scream it doesn't matter if he has a mic in his when he's just screaming like in his face and sammy looks yeah. terrified because yeah. then roma walks away he's holding up the belts and sammy's just like laying there like fuck like i, I thought that was i think one of my biggest things like maybe i'm just forgetting but it's been it feels like it's been so long since we've had t uh wrestling tv shows like mm-hmm. this like for a while a monday night raw or a smackdown would end or whatever and there'd be no like surprise or mm-hmm. no like wow that was a good segment sure. it'd just be like oh well that was jesus that was a show yeah um it feels good for wwe to get back in that almost like taking a risk or just just doing something mm. that's going to be talked about right like when that like 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 when sammy slid in that ring and speared roman reigns that felt like the ending to a pay-per-view sure. that felt very similar to the ending of the royal rumble yeah where it's this big this this big whoa thing and it's like i don't know it's it, it just felt really nice and refreshing for an episode of friday night smackdown to have a huge they always progress the story right but to have a huge like pay-per-view level development in the story yeah right Uh um felt really really nice that's also bled over into um into raw and also like at this point wrestlemania is getting so close that they fucking need to have these episodes like really good elimination chamber is a week from saturday wow jesus that came up fast exactly oh my god so i i i it's i give them credit it's very hard to build a show in three weeks. Yeah. So obviously, you plan ahead. like You, you know what you're going to do, but to put it all together. And then right after that ends, you got to focus on a month from now, mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Yeah, you got to speed some stuff up. Well, we don't have to get into the Raw thing yet. But I was going to say, because it kind of segues into mm-hmm. what happened on Raw. But I think this was a good... Um, uh, I think it, it, it answered the question of what's happening next with Sami Zayn because we didn't really know, okay, is this match happening in Elimination Chamber? Is it happening right. at WrestleMania? Like, we're getting Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. We're getting it. Insane. Uh, in his hometown, too. Which yeah. I think, listen, I, 
what I have liked the whole, I, I still want Roman to split the belts. Mm-hmm. I still, I would, st- I still love I the agree. idea of him defending one on one night, one on the other. Cause one, I think it makes him look good. A Cody Rhodes gets a title and Roman still walks out with a championship. Mm-hmm. I like that idea, but I think Sami Zayn challenging for the belt in Quebec is a better move than that WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I, again, like the whole, if it, if it was anywhere, but his hometown, exactly. If it wasn't it in just, Quebec, it just, it just, the pieces just fell together. If it was in know? Nashville, Tennessee, I'd say <laughs> wait till WrestleMania. Yeah. But like, this is, this is perfect. Like yeah, it's, it's just aligned perfectly. You have to do it here. I mean, like he, Roman's going to get booed out of the that's, and that's building. Remember I'm, I'm imagining like when he makes his entrance throughout the match, I'm going to imagine when CM Punk, uh, not CM Punk, when uh, John Cena faced Rob Van Dam and that ECW yep. one night. Yep. Saying People everyone throwing was just shit. Anti-Cena yeah, it's that gonna night. Be crazy. It's going to be like that. And then that's why too, I think it's great because you get this match out of the way. Sammy gets his, his big match. This is going to be the biggest match of Sammy Zayn's career. We're going to yeah. lose. It's going to be his yeah. biggest match in his hometown and Roman Going into WrestleMania is going to look like the like the biggest heel. Like he needs like everyone loves Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is a heel, but we talked about this before in wrestling. People boo, uh, cheer heels, boo mm-hmm. faces, and stuff like that. Roman needs to get back on that level where he is legitimately hated. I think he's because like after the Royal especially Rumble, after the Royal after Rumble, after the Royal Rumble to get in, and there. that's been the like. I think Sammy's played an integral part of this whole story, but like arguably one of the biggest things, like you just said, is getting roman to become that heel because if, if there was no sammy stuff then it'd just be like because people like the bloodline yeah, stuff so, like he's, exactly. so he's getting cheered if none of the sammy stuff happened it'd be cheered roman cheered cody arguably maybe even cody getting booed well, at main mm-hmm. but because of sammy cody's gonna get I the agree. biggest fucking exactly you know. and i think like and roman's always been a heel but i think what you said like everyone likes the bloodline people because right. people like the story they're gonna cheer for the story um and roman's kind of been like that that middleman where he's like he's a bad guy but he's also like he's giving sammy Zayn, he's bringing sammy Zayn to his family mm-hmm. like that's not something a bad guy mm-hmm. does you know what i mean like it, he's kind of like He's he's in the middle ground. Like before, he's good and bad. Before the rumble, the bloodline and Roman would come out and they'd get cheated. I would think like I think they were bordal. I was in my head thinking, oh, they're gonna start turning this guy face now. Like is he gonna People go back to being exactly. a good guy, right? Um but yeah, after the Royal Rumble, you're getting back to him being the legit heel. And after the elimination chamber, especially if I think it's gonna be a good match. I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of close like Sami Zayn's. Well, I was gonna, gonna so I was gonna moments. ask what do you think's gonna happen in the chamber? Roman's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, it would be so funny if Sami Zayn wins and phases Cody at Mania. It would honestly be one of the most shocking, it probably would be the most shocking moment in wrestling history. I say that because of the historic reign and just like, again, everyone loves Sami Zayn. This WrestleMania has been built around Roman for a That's year. What I'm saying, like it's like, like, and then all of a sudden they just take him out of the man. I, if we were if we're watching Elimination Chamber and Sami Zayn pins him one two three, my like my jaw would drop like at the Royal Rumble. But yeah, it, it, I don't think I'd be able to like I would be able I'd to lose back my up. I wouldn't be able to detach, uh, put it back in my body. Um, I think Roman's gonna win. I yeah. think it's gonna be a great match. Same so there's gonna, gonna be some Kevin calls, interference, interferences. You know? So there's also. Mm. That was thinking like Uso interferences and stuff. This could be sure. when Jay does a thing. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard this. This Uh-oh. isn't like a spoiler or anything okay. like that. So the Usos, due to past oh. legal troubles, mm-hmm. they might not be able to make it into Canada for the elimination. Both chamber. of them? Both of them. But they have made exceptions in the past. I think Jay is more in the clear than Jimmy because Jimmy has more of like the DUI and stuff like that. So in the past, they've 
made deals or whatever it's like mm-hmm. okay let them in for one night do this yeah thing. yeah so it, it could on just, like a work visa type it could simply just be like that mm. um but that can that can make things a little i did i did see that i forgot because about in that. my head i'm thinking how the match is going to finish jay uso comes out thinking he's going to help sammy turns on sammy helps roman but like if jay isn't there can't do that mm-hmm. um whatever they do mm-hmm. roman needs to look dominant at the end because that's how you're going to get the heel heat you need to screw over yeah. sammy somehow either beat the shit out of him or cheat to win you walk out of there the biggest deal in the company. I think we'll get a really fun like Sammy run in it, and mm-hmm. so like, oh my god, Sammy's actually gonna win. Like, right. I think, I think yes. we'll get that. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like right. whether it's type of right, t- whether it's shenanigans or whether it's just straight up, um, I hope it's not just a squash. I'd be no. real disappointed if it's just like they shouldn't a, do that. You know? I, if it is a squash, I think that that might lead into another match at WrestleMania. I don't mm. think like if you again you've built this entire they, thing up, but they still need to have time for the rock. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, maybe at I, the end we of gotta the, give up listen, on it. We John, gotta listen, give up. We have on one it. more event. We have one more pay per view before the WrestleMania. What could happen the is rock Roman hates wins. Canada. He hangs. <laughs> rock notoriously hates Canada. Yeah. Roman holds up the belt. Rock comes it's out. Not listen, gonna happen. It's, it's not going to happen. It's less than 1% happen. chance, but it's still there. But I, no, that's not going to happen. But I think uh, whatever happens, whether it's cheating to win, dominance, whatever, Roman Reigns is walking out of Elimination Chamber yeah. as the clear, dominant, undisputed champion. Yeah. That's why I love, I'd love to see it's Sammy hard to, I would love yeah. it, but it's, I think the match is going to be way more fun for the story. Yes. Because it's mm-hmm. just like, it is... I think it is it is another one of those matches where you're like, oh, I hate matches where you, where you obviously know who the winner is. But I think this story is so ingrained in it mm-hmm. that, like, arguably the winner or the match itself doesn't even matter. It's more about, like, the storytelling happening exactly. that's, like, to advance, you exactly. know. Even though if we and, all know who's going to win, and listen, there's so much more to it. You're talking about people saying, like, oh, we know who's going to win, blah, 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 blah. People have been asking for this match. Like, this is what people have been asking for. WWE didn't have to give this to us. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, just be grateful that we got to the point in the storyline. Also, we who knows? Sami Zayn wasn't even supposed to be involved in all of this. Like, uh, like six months ago, who thought right. that he would have been competing? So it's like, this is just kind of like fell into WWE's yeah, lap. I, I, would, I would be willing to bet, obviously we don't know, but I would be willing to bet that Sammy versus Roman in the chamber, at Elimination Chamber was never in the car. No, no, no. There's no shot. No, just like Daniel Bryan wasn't meant to main event WrestleMania at WrestleMania 30, <clears> going back to that comparison, but because of how phenomenal the story was and how much he he won the fans over that mm-hmm. led to hit these guys and get in their you know the shot that they deserve mm-hmm. um so again i i think roman's gonna win i'm very confident he's gonna win but i'm still gonna enjoy the match it's gonna be one of those matches with near falls people are gonna be like oh my gosh mm-hmm. he's actually gonna do this and then and like i spe- when i'm watching pay-per-views and i'm like fully in it I mean, I'm, I'm always fully in it as a fan, but when I'm watching pay-per-views and you're fully in it as a fan, you're not thinking about a podcast you're doing, you're not thinking about whatever. I'm 100% just suspending disbelief. I'm rooting for Sammy. Yeah, he's he, he's going to get that near fall, and I'm like, oh, that was so fucking close. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be believing it, and I'm going to let myself believe it. And you, like the, the near falls, Roman is the best yeah. in the business when uh, it comes yeah. to that. Sammy Zayn, from the match when they were defending the Raw Tag Team Championships, and mm-hmm. he had like three near falls, and he kept kicking out. It's gonna be so suspenseful. It's gonna be very yeah. You're not. You're never gonna know when it it's ends. gonna be. A, it's gonna be a great match, but an even better storytelling mm-hmm. match because again, this is gonna bleed into WrestleMania. It's going to just. It's gonna. It's gonna be the continuation of a lot of um, big part of the story. I'm very excited for it. 
Um, but that's a few weeks from now. We'll, we'll end up talking more about that. We'll, um, we'll circle back to the bloodline when we get to Raw. But mm-hmm. some other quick SmackDown notes, which, I mean, none of it. It's so funny how, like, here's maybe a problem. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This story is arguably one of the best stories, if not the best story in the past decade or two, Fair. right? Mm-hmm. Um, WWE has no other story. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, like nothing else. Yeah, it's like they have all their guys focused on this. Right, which is like, it's an incredible story, but like there's no mid-card story. At least like, like back in the day, there'd be the world title story, but mm-hmm. then there's this other offshoot story and like aw has like different like we'll have like a main event story and then oh there's other little stuff here it's like it seems like which i get it if you're focusing all your energy and you might need to on the greatest story of the past two decades i get it but it leaves a lot to be desired for the rest of the show like like we're gonna go through like the rest of the show and just like like how just head over or i don't know what the saying is far and beyond the bloodline story is from everything else going on i i think too like it's a good it's i think it's a bad thing that you don't have like these other programs getting the proper Mm storytelling the attention that they deserve but i also think it speaks volumes to how good yeah the bloodline story is yeah it's like that's like we're talking about it like it's something that we're picking up on but it's not like it doesn't ruin the show no exactly so i i think that speaks volumes but you're right i was actually like even like the Brock versus Bobby thing. It's like it's like Brock and Bobby are gonna have like a crazy match at Mania. Right, but and the storyline is has just been like Brock runs in, beats him up. Bobby is mad that he got beat up. It's like what's, yeah, it's what's a, it's there? A, it's a cycle. It's yeah, a cycle. You could do more with that. I, I agree. I was actually thinking that when we were talking about um, the bloodline a little bit earlier. I think. I wonder if like once this bloodline storyline kinds kind of not comes to an end at WrestleMania, but kind of I guess dies down like once the yeah. belts come off roman i mean like yeah i don't it's like it's not gonna this wrestlemania maybe not the storybook ending but it's gotta be like the beginning of the third act i here, think you know what i, I mean? think we've hit i think royal rumble was the peak of the bloodline storyline personally i think at least near the peak of it yeah because that I'm not was saying like, it's gonna go there and just immediately drop off i'm think, i because think that was the moment it was the moment it de- i mean this could be halfway through. We might have another two years left. We don't know. We don't Man, know. And whatever happens at Mania could talk. You know how many family members they have? They got a this lot. Could, by the they end of this year, there could, be ton of, there could be 10 people in the bloodline. So who knows? It might not be the peak. But I'm just saying, like, at WrestleMania, when Roman loses his belts, the story is going to change because it goes from protecting Roman, being, mm-hmm. I don't know, rele- relevancy, untouchable champ to now he has no belts and it's just the bloodline, right? And then mm-hmm. Cody, let, let's just say Cody wins it. Let's also assume they split up the belts. I think that's what they should do. I think that's what they plan on doing. Then you got to focus on two different world champions because that whole story thing. Now you're not focusing on one big champion. You got to put your energy towards Cody Rhodes, someone else's champion, yeah. or whatever it may be. Um, so I'm hoping that after WrestleMania is when they start be like, okay, we can take a little bit less focus on this and start putting it in different places. And it's it's almost like 
I definitely don't want to be negative about it because no, I, I think, love the story. Fair. But I, I think, think it's, it's fair criticism. I think it's like it's it's almost like a double edged sword. Where it's like they have the greatest storyline in two decades. Once it's over, it's not like the next one is also going to be the great like like they're right. they're gonna How go gonna through right you can't top that they're gonna they're gonna go through a lull when this storyline's over or when this storyline like you were saying is yeah. not at its peak anymore mm-hmm. and it's still like there like after mania or whatever because when let's say roman loses at mania he might take like six months off he sure. genuinely like sure. he really we might not yeah. see him until SummerSlam or something like yeah. that so it's you know they got to put their attention elsewhere. Hey, who knows? Maybe they do have uh, the uh, the next greatest storyline in their back pocket. I don't know, but it's gonna be. You're right. I think fans are gonna not. We're not taking this storyline for granted, but we're gonna see once it kind of comes to an end or kind of dies down. We're gonna see like, wow, yeah. that really was like yeah, the, yeah. that must see thing on television. You know, so uh, I'll be interesting to see what they do following. Speaking of must see television, Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Yeah, yeah. Um, defeat Imperium to earn a shot at the SmackDown tag. I saw your tweet Usos. about this about Imperium losing. Uh, about how like they should they shouldn't have been presented as like losing to this team or something like that, or they should have won. Yeah, I think I think I would have just preferred, imp- which I I get it. I was like, you know, obviously Braun and Ricochet are more just the bait to whatever's going to happen with the Usos right. with Jay shows mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. da 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 da. Um, I don't know. I'm just not super invested in the tag tournament. I'm, I'm not either. I think I am. I shouldn't say I'm happy. I think it's smart that Imperium didn't win this only because it's like they're not beating the Usos and I think Imperium needs to be protected. Yeah. Uh, they lost to Braun and Ricochet, but I mean protected in the sense of like when they finally get that tag team championship opportunity, right. they should win it. Right. Like, it shouldn't be like they shouldn't be just fed to the usos mm-hmm. for, to be a part of the bloodline storyline they're too good for that is this match the title match happening i think it's tomorrow? tomorrow yeah i was gonna say this week tomorrow yeah. oh interesting so well i mean so i think like at the very least we'll see because like the whole thing now is all oh, you like, even roman said it oh you guys have a title match and you know you better hope your brother shows right, up so like right. i think that's going to be the biggest thing on is is who shows up or if they make oh no never mind i keep think i keep forgetting where i'm at in the story <laughs> like what if they make sammy no that doesn't make sense no i mean um, so i think if jay doesn't show up which i don't think he is um solo and jimmy yeah depending right? yeah they'll probably just play more on the free unless rule. they unless it's just jimmy and he loses the belts which i think would be stupid but because they shouldn't lose. I wouldn't mind them starting to like break down if the belts. If it was though. for one of the, this is for both of the belts. No, I it's just for the SmackDown. Is it just SmackDown? I think it's just oh, SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I thought Fuck it, was, split them up. <laughs> I, I mean, I thought it was for Unified Belt. So if it's I believe, not, I'll no, double check. I, no, I I, you're probably right. Um, okay. If it was for the Unified Belts, I'd say no. Fuck mm-hmm. not. Like you're losing those at WrestleMania. But if it is for only one of them, I think that wouldn't. I'd be fine. Uh, yeah, that. and then and then and then you can do the whole Imperium beating Brian and Ricochet. Sure, so. and then it, okay. it 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 makes Roman more pissed okay. at you know it makes Roman more pissed at Jay and Jimmy, and that adds more cracks yeah. of frustration. Okay. I think I can get behind. You that. know, I thought it was okay. No, that makes more sense. If it's just for the SmackDown belts, one hundred percent, I'm down for that. I'm gonna double check so we don't get yelled at. <laughs> um, but no, I think, and that's kind of what I mean. Is because I kind of see the Usos losing them. And it's funny to see, like, yeah, oh, okay, it's going to be titles. Okay. Is it? Okay, word. Um, Interesting. And, yeah, so it's going to be, like, if... I would rather Imperium take him off Usos, because if I think the Usos are going to win... Because what is right. this Braun Ricochet oh, team? Oh, yeah, you're right. Pe- people are comparing it to, like, Team Little Big, and I don't know. It's, like, it's yeah, fine. I mean, I like tip- Ricochet. Yeah, your typical big guy and high flyer combo. combo. 
Yeah. Now that I'm thinking, all right. So my <laughs> whole opinion is kind of changing right now yeah. because I thought again I was for unified belts. If it's for just the SmackDown Imperium, I say lose them. I say lose. I said that they were going to lose the Raw Tag Team Belts to Judgment Day a few weeks ago. So I that would have made way more. That would have made way more yeah. sense. Uh, it would make more sense if Imperium beat the Usos. But yeah. regardless, um, sure. If it's just for those belts, fuck it. Have I them say lose. I say lose them. So you have to start putting the cracks in at some point. I mean, there already are cracks. Yeah. But this is a big one. Um, yeah, absolutely. So shout out uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Hopefully, you get some tag team belts. Doesn't make sense, but I hope you no. get them um natalia defeats shotzi Shayna baszler and zelina let me read let me read that trio again <laughs> natalia the boat yeah the boat of course defeats shotzi blackheart mm-hmm. Sh- former mma champion i don't know maybe Shayna baszler yeah was she ever uh, like an mma champion whatever former mma <laughs> ronda rousey's right hand gal yeah. Shayna baszler and zelina vega who i think is great in the ring mm-hmm. um Good for Natalia. She deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I <laughs> <She> does not. <laughs> don't care about uh I, I don't know. It's I, like I like I want I'm just I I'm looking any of those women should have would be more believable in the chamber to I, you know what I mean? get not, a shot at the title. I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not trying to shit on anyone, but I'm I just don't like Natalia. I've never been a No, I'm also not a fan. I think yeah. she's just kinda like I don't want to say overrated, but like she's just, it's just I'll the same overrated. gimmick. It's just she's been the same for forever. There's yeah. nothing fresh or new about the character. I just she's not talented in the ring. I just, she's done nothing to sell me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the only thing that like makes me care about her in the slightest is that it's she's from the Hart family, and I wish they did. I don't something even care with about that, that more. But like I, I feel like they could do something with that where it's like she's from a, a family of. A, I mean, I'm not wrestling royalty. I mean, the Hearts are one of the biggest names in wrestling for, uh, you know, family names. It's like, you know, they can do something with that where it's like, you know, I come from a generation of the best wrestlers. I think like, they've done it. I think they've tried. Well, At this point, bring I Bring it do back. I don't know shit. what they're doing with her now. Um, I, think, I think they should fire her. I would have liked Shayna Baszler to have won this match. I, I, I think that Shayna Baszler is like, she yeah, still Shayna has Baszler that. absolutely should have won this. Like, people remember her from NXT. She was NXT champ for like almost a year or something like that. Like, she was dominant nxt i wish triple h would bring that back um because natalia she's not believable she's not gonna win the no. chamber i think the only believable person right now to win that match is oscar i think Liv morgan can win but i think just yeah i want to see the back, i want to see the final two live in oscar right hopefully the two, they, the two they, women that came in second and third in the rumble too. hopefully they they, they live deserves something at me. I agree. After all this work at the Rumble and then, you know, seeing how she's probably going to put in some work at the Chamber, she needs something. Because at that point, it's like if she's not for one of those belts, what match would she be in? If they have like a, a battle royal, which is stupid. Yeah, that's the only that's thing. That's stupid. And I'm thinking Women's of. tag team belts, but probably not. Oh, yeah. Like who the fuck? That's another thing. Who the fuck are like in contention for the women's tag you, titles? I bet you what they'll do for that match because I feel like they do this every WrestleMania or every mm-hmm. big event is just do like a fatal four-way tag team match. Yeah, just like whoever the just fuck. Just throwing yeah. it. That's usually what they do. I can imagine that happening. Um, we spent way too much time on SmackDown. Yeah, Let's go to that. Raw. <laughs> Roman Reigns, same as name, was really the only thing we had to talk about. Um, mm, all right. I mean, like, we all right. We can, let's, let's, same same thing we did with SmackDown. We'll start with the big thing, the obvious thing we all want to talk about. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump around to other stuff. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes promo. Oh my goodness! Whoa! I Woo. I have always known. <laughs> we have always known mm-hmm. how great Paul Heyman is. Yeah, he is the greatest. The come on, the goat. Greatest talker. He can 
get I mean, Cody Rhodes is great as well, but man, he brings out the best in everybody that he interacts with. This guy is, and I think the biggest Roman wasn't even part of this promo. And this promo. is like probably the that was this was the best promo leading into a main. And event. this is the first promo that they had, you right? Can, and you can just tell at the way that it ended. The next, like uh, all these other ones that they're <laughs> gonna have, the back and forth is gonna get personal. Mm-hmm. It is gonna get deep. This match is going to. F- is going to mean a lot. Like it's not. This and it finally is, has a story. Bro, it finally has this, something. The, like we're gonna get an excellent wrestling match, mm-hmm. but the story that is gonna be told leading up to it and through that match is gonna be. I think that this could be the best, one of the best WrestleMania main events at the end. Whoa. Of it. I think it might hey, go down. Hey, as it. I'm down to be optimistic. I, I with think you. it might go if the match is really good and they properly build it up. And we've said it with mm-hmm. this storyline at this point. I expect nothing but excellence. I think mm-hmm. they've just done such a superb job with this. I think that this main event is going to be special. And especially if, if Cody wins, just the whole be meaning nuts. behind That'd it, be bro, crazy. forget about it. I don't think you can write something better than that. <laughs> Let me read some some of the notes from the promos. A lot of um, Cody connected with Paul Heyman through his father, Dusty Rhodes. Um, Cody even said, oh, I respect you, and that's why I call you Mr. Heyman. And... Cody was talking about there was a time where his family was going through some tough times. Uh, Paul Heyman gave his uh, Paul Heyman gave Dusty Rhodes a shot at ECW. Basically, saved his family from poverty and yep. you know um, all this stuff. So first of all, that really emotional and like at that point, I mean Cody tears up at every mention, right, <laughs> yeah. rightfully, rightfully so, so. Um, tears up at every mention of his father. But I mean, you can tell. I mean, like it sounds obvious, but you can tell how much he like fucking loves his dad. And then Paul Heyman too. Because I, I never knew the connection between Paul Heyman yeah. and Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. So learning that and seeing like, oh, like this goes p- even past Roman. This is now like, this isn't just Cody versus Roman. This is Cody versus Roman and Paul. Yeah. Um, so seeing this, that that connection was huge. I didn't know about all the ECW stuff. Um, Paul Heyman expressed to Cody how much he, like again, tears in Paul Heyman's eyes. And like Paul Heyman's crying at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, expressing cody i loved your father and you'll i'll never be able to express how much i loved your father blah, blah blah they're both getting very emotional um but then it takes a little bit of a turn yes paul Heyman says your father trained the likes of seth rollins he, i think he said becky lynch yep. mm-hmm. and he said your father trained roman oh, reigns man. dusty Rhodes trained roman reigns that's but whether it's yeah. true or not, yeah. it's probably. It, I That's assume. what I'm saying. Like, there's <laughs> probably not a crazy amount of truth to it, but even but just the mention your of it. father trained Roman Reigns, and then, and then, and then he goes on to say, "But he didn't get a chance to train you." Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Cody Rhodes' dad trained Roman Reigns, but didn't train Cody. And Cody is fighting for his dad. And then he says, before he passed, Dusty said 
that you are his favorite son, which is already so fucking yeah, she funny. She said that, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, so, <laughs> what about what about so, so fuck Dustin, I guess. He's just like, what the fuck? And Lana, I guess. Lana, yeah, yeah, like he has other kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but he said, Cody, uh, you were his favorite son, but Roman is the son that Dusty always wanted. <laughs> Holy shit. Again. And then Cody, the last note, Cody says, gets in his face and like mm-hmm. whatever he says which i thought i thought this was an underrated this was line. great he said i'm just trying to win a wrestling championship and everyone keeps making it personal so now it's personal just just no misses are oh, arguably God. one of the best like 1v1 promos bro of all oh time my God. i'll say it holy shit uh, no it was it was fucking perfect and like you said Dusty Rhodes, he was with NXT and stuff like that. He definitely did have his hand in training, guys, like Rollins, Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns and stuff. Was he like Roman Reigns is like his personal <laughs> trainer, the guy that like he the worked fucking, with? Uh, what's Karate Kid? Who trains Jackie Karate Chan? Kid? Or, well, <laughs> no. Wait, is that it? I don't know. <laughs> no. Well, I, yes. I, I don't know. Not, I've never seen I, Karate Kid. <laughs> I guess I was thinking of the character's name, but it doesn't oh, matter. Well, that's the new one. There was like oh, other Karate I've Kids. I've never seen <laughs> Karate Kid. <laughs> anyway, Who <laughs> trained the Karate Kid? Jackie Chan. That <laughs> was crazy. Okay, but yeah, it doesn't see there probably wasn't a whole lot of like master splinter no, type and, and, you know what and i mean like paul Heyman saying like roman what like he said like you're his favorite son of roman i don't know he didn't I say don't that no if dusty, dusty said definitely that, man. on his deathbed i don't, I don't think so I don't, I, don't, I don't think a few of the last words that came out of dusty Rhodes' mouth was i wish roman reigns was my son back in <laughs> back in 2013 when he wasn't even like on the main roster or anything yeah. like that i don't think that was the case but i love i've always wanted a samoan son <laughs> <laughs> what was the, his name in NXT uh, like before FCW was like Le, like Levy or something? It was like his real like it was like something Letty. Some, jo- wasn't it just Joseph Letty or like something, something like that? Weird, yeah, but it's like before he was even Roman, he wanted his son. No, but I, I I like besides the whole like not sure if that's true. I just love how those lines, whether true or not, make it <clears throat> personal. Yeah, and it's like we're not really supposed to look past. Like again, like we're watching the product, we're here to enjoy it. We're not here to like be nitpicky. Like that line alone, that made this match yep. like feel personal. Like it went from yeah. being like like uh, Cody said, just a mat a mat for a wrestling belt to okay. Now this is the Rhodes family versus Roman Reigns and Paul Hayes. Like Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes is doing this for his family at this point. Yeah. So, um, I think I think this and obviously obviously like you know this is the this is their one of their first opportunities to start building a story so i'm not i'm it might sound like i'm criticizing oh finally i don't mean like oh finally there's a story to mm-hmm. it because like they're they're doing it appropriately right, right. but it is nice to see that something is developed and something as this deep I, as like and i think i think one of the biggest criticisms ah like i saw someone on twitter where, like someone was like ah can can cody ever have a feud or a match without involving his dad it's like his uh, uh, the biggest part of his legacy is being a part of like the Rhodes family and his whole story is living up to his expectations and his dad's expectations and his promises to his father. Why wouldn't you want that ingrained in the yeah, whole thing? And, and you to kind of like go against that, <clears throat> you have instances where it's like Charlotte Flair. You can't mention sure. Charlotte. Ric Flair always comes up. 
And also, I mean, not as much, but Roman Reigns, the bloodline, the whole point of the bloodline is Roman Reigns representing his family and his lineage and like his, like, you know, his grandparents and his parents and stuff. It's it's weird to criticize a wrestling storyline where wrestling is built on families and past generations. Yeah, exactly. And then to be like, well, they're bringing up past generations too much. That's what wrestling has been for 40 years. It gets to the point where it's like you're going in circles and you're kind of just repeating things and like telling Mm. the same story over it. Sure. But like... I don't think it's ever gone to the point where I was like, oh, I'm sick of them talking about Dusty or something. Right. Like no, like right. every time that they've mentioned it, brought up whatever, like it it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. So I have no I have no criticism towards it. I think it's the I also want to point out I loved how they didn't make it obviously they're making it about Cody and Roman, but at the beginning, Cody was like, you know, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns are fighting. And he goes, I have a lot of respect for my friend Sammy. Like, may the best man win. Yep, like, yep, I might yep. face put, Sammy at WrestleMania. Put Sammy over. So it's like, you know, they're great. not like, they're not discrediting that. Mm-hmm. They're not discrediting the whole fact that, oh, yeah, like, oh, Ro- Cody knows Roman's going to beat him. So he's just kind of like ignoring that. Like, they're, they're recognizing it. And he's pointing out that, hey, Roman might not be the guy that I face. I like that. Yeah, no, I, I also thought that was great. Um, ultimately, just... I mean, that that was the best part. Well, that was another exciting part of Raw. But, I mean, it goes back to what we say. And it's not a, like a, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. But mm-hmm. everything just gets so overshadowed. This should have... I'm surprised this didn't... Well, I guess I in retrospect, I get why I didn't close the show. But enough foreshadowing. Moving on to... Um, we got Becky versus Bailey. They finally get the steel cage match. They were never promised. Yeah, it's like two weeks late, three yeah. weeks late. Um, match was fine. Damage control, shenanigans. Um, Becky and Bailey, great chemistry. They're slamming yep. each other against the cage. Nothing crazy to say about it. But but um, Becky's getting beat up or just, you know, uh, basically three on one damage control and whatever. And then Lita comes out to make the save for uh, why? Don't know. I but don't know. Fucking who cares? Honestly, I don't care. Who cares? I, I'm fine. I love Lita. I, I, she, I, it's funny because, uh, I, I wrote an article you can find at clutchpoints.com. <laughs> uh, but it was talking about like, uh, this was like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and it was just a uh, surprise entrance for the women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Why didn't Lita show up and, in the and, Rumble? And I mentioned Lita being one of them because, um, she can still go. I mean, yeah, last great. year she had a little run. She fought Becky Lynch and Saudi Arabia. Which I saw it. That was like the, oh, like Lita and Becky have faced before. It's like, well, that's not, that's not reason. Like I said, I'm not criticizing. I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I love that she came out. But I was like, that's not a reason for her to save Becky. Like, yeah, nothing, no, but like, whatever. I don't really understand like the reasoning for it, but I don't care. I think it's cool. Hey. And they're bringing in someone that, you know, obviously this is building up to a match. I'm assuming Lita didn't just come out to... I mean, what could it be? Though? What's Lita so, going to do? So, I'm thinking... All right. So, you got Bailey, You have damage control. You got Becky and Lita. So, that's three and two right now. I do believe that they should do Becky and Bailey again one-on-one at Mania. I think that should be like the, yeah. uh, like the blow-off match. If you're going to... I mean, I... I think that they're going to end up doing like a three-on-three match. But the question is, who's the third person that they're going to bring in? And then I start to think, so Elimination mm. Chambers in Canada, which is Sami Zayn's hometown or um. country, there's another famous women's wrestler also from Canada, and her name is Trish Stratus. Right. I don't know why like, Lita came back. No, I, I, was, I don't know why Lita came back. I don't know why Trish would come back. But... I, that's what I think. I don't know. They're building up Elimination Chamber to be a big event. Roman Sammy, Bobby Brock. Trish will probably. The elimin- two Elimination Chamber matches, 
Edge Finn Judgment Day stuff. Do Becky and Billy have anything at the chamber right now? Like they don't. Think- no, no, they didn't announce anything. Mm. So this is just a speculation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah. could just be like they could play in this for WrestleMania. I don't know, but I think that's the way. if you if you want to push off the blow off match a little bit longer, this is what it, this is how you do it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No, I have no <laughs> idea. It doesn't. No, it, it makes no sense. Doing, it makes yeah. no sense. I don't know why these two are back. I also but, wouldn't like because like I like. Like I like damage control and Bailey's also on a roll. I wouldn't love they seeing. Would lose. That's what I'm saying. Would I wouldn't love control. seeing like the legends just beating up damage control but for. You could know? you imagine if Bailey pinned like a Trish Stratus or Alita? I mean, that would be pretty big if she did I that. I would. I would like that better. I if, think like if, if Bailey if, gets the pin on Trish or I something. I like that because Alita and Trish aren't full timers. Right. Listen, exactly. Listen, Trish Strat. They're both Hall of Famers. Right. Trish Stratus eating a pin. And on February 18th at the Elimination Chamber in Canada, ain't going to ruin her legacy. Yeah. Um, and I hope if that's what they do. Obviously, Lita's back. We don't, I'm just conspiracizing. Yeah. Trish. Lita might never show up again. Like, she that might, could have just been a one-off so thing. Who exactly. the fuck knows? If, if, if this is what they're going to do, like if they're going to do this whole Lita-Trish match, whatever, I hope that they stick around longer. than I hope you know, WrestleMania is around the corner. Maybe they have a mat. Maybe they do something with them. That, Oh, he's got it. Maybe they do a match for the women's tag team titles at WrestleMania. Damage control, Damage control versus, versus Trish, Trish and Lita. And Lita. <laughs> I mean, and then Bailey and Becky could have their one on one. That could be something. I guess. Right? I mean, I, again, does it make sense? Yeah. Fuck I don't no. Know. But like, it's chaos, and I like yeah. chaos. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, as you know, like you said, as much as we're saying it doesn't make sense. Hey, I'm always it, for the Lita the, and Trish are great. The cheap pop. Well, you keep on but We don't know if Trish is. No, you they keep are. On involving they're, Trish. They're here. great. She hasn't wrestled in four years. No, I'm saying no. They're both great, but we're as saying it as if she's already back in the listen, ring. Listen, I was so I'm still set on the Rock returning. Right, all right? right, I'm locked in on these returns right now. All right? I never give up hope. Um, but yeah, I, I think Lita comeback was cool. I'm interested to see what they do with this because yeah. it's, it's confusing. But hey, fuck it. Why not? Fuck it. Um. There was some other stuff that happened. We can run through it real quick. Um, Bobby. At the beginning of the show, Bobby. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, Judgment Day confronts uh, Edge, or Edge comes out at the beginning of the show, and, you know, um, blah, 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 and Judgment Day comes out, and it was fine. Um, Dude, Damian Priest is so boring. Thank you. I, I'm thank so, you. I, 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 he is so, like, it's Finn, honestly, like, I think Finn and Dominic, as far as, like, just, uh, like, popularity in the judgment day and like work that they do oh i'd go Rhea above them uh, i'm uh, going i'm going Rhea, dom finn damien okay if, I, if i'm rank let's rank so them right I, now all right, all right you go first so you're gonna you're doing i'm going in terms of this is overall so okay. this is in terms of entertainment okay. in-ring talent mm-hmm. who i want to see it's mostly yeah, who okay, i want to see okay um Rhea number one yeah Two is Dominic, mm-hmm. not because of his in ring, but he's so his character work he's so great. entertaining mm-hmm. and funny that it puts him above how boring Finn Balor is right now. Sure. And Finn three because he's just I mean he's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Obviously, he hasn't been showcased as that in the past one, two, three, four, five years, <laughs> <laughs> yes. or maybe five years is a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as, as a stretch yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean. Um, and then I people defend Damian and they're like he's so talented in the ring. He's nothing special I, in the I, ring. I, he's fine. I think like. I do think he he like he's a good wrestler. I mean, like he's not yeah. like listen. You're not in WWE. You're not in a group if you're bad. But I just don't think WWE has done anything to help him. I just think that he's just kind of there. It's just yeah. It's someone uh, listen. Someone gets lost in the shuffle in groups like this. Like let's let me give my rankings. Go ahead, go ahead. So I was thinking in my head. I was just thinking like 
ranking like the guys and stuff but if we're counting like Rhea and mm-hmm. all of them Rhea is number one because like she's the talented one she just won the royal rumble she's mm-hmm. gonna be the world champion and she's also funny she's good like, I mean, like her, Rhea's her, always her been work good. with dom is really good yeah, so Rhea's know? always been great mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very happy she's finally getting that spotlight and she hopefully she wins the championship i had a, finn and dom to me are like neck and neck because i think finn like he's the leader he's the better wrestler he's the guy that you can count on to put on banger matches but as of right now, Dominic, I think, is like one of the only reasons why people care about the Judgment Day. So for that, I'm going to put Dominic slightly ahead of Finn. Um, then Finn, I, yeah, we have the same rating. Yeah. Finn Damien, because then it's like da- there's no close. Like Damien's last by a mile. Yeah, it's not like I would have to think like mm, I don't know if Finn or Damien's going to be last. Like no, I'm debating who's going to be second to Rhea. I, I again, like I'm not I'm not a Damien hater or anything like oh, that. If- if at the end of the day I'm nothing else, I'm a Damian Priest hater. Hey, I'm a Damian it. Priest hater. I'm an Italia hater, live and um, it. and I'm not a Daniel Bryanson fan. Stand by it. Daniel hey. Bryanson fan. Brian Daniel, Danielson. Daniel, hey, <laughs> Daniel, same thing. Daniel Bryan. If he goes to another company, that's what his <laughs> yeah. name's gonna be. Um, no, I mean, but that that's valid. I, I think Damian Priest just has been like the boring member of the Judgment Day. That's just been there. When is he won the match against Angelo Dawkins to get into the Elimination Chamber? So at least he's. Got I think that Dawkins should have won. I think Dawkins, Dawkins should have won. won. Dawkins should have won. But. You know, they're letting him get victories like this. But before, I was about to say, before last night that, or last night that his victory, I can't tell you the last time he's like, I've seen him like win a one-on-one or just mm. like have a good direction. I, I'm not a huge fan of his, but everyone else, I mean, Dom, Dom when he, I love when he leaves the ring and Montez Ford's behind him. He's like, ah, yeah. I love Montez Ford. And he comes up, he gets hit with the glance slam. He goes, mommy. He's so I think funny. that so, it's, it's so it's, so it's, just, it's just cartoonish yeah, and like, so it's silly. so stupid mm-hmm. and silly but it, it's it works and it, it's so funny i'm very happy and and thing too with dominic is he's so like he's cocky and he's like they i'm the i'm the modern day eddie guerrero yeah and, stuff. and it's like bro like no you're not it's so but, like, over I the top that it, it circles back to being funny Dude, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, it's a joke and stuff like that, but it's kind of crazy how much he looks like Eddie. He really does with the mullet and just, like, yeah, he does. Picture fucking perfect. Like, yeah. oh my God, he looks just like him. Um, But yeah, so that I guess that those are thoughts on the judgment. I, and then we get yeah. Finn, Rhea versus Edge Beth. I'm fine with that because again, Finn Oh, is that Rhea, what's going to happen? Or is Elimination Chamber. It's, it's the tag Oh, team. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so that'll just kind of be like mixed tag team. And then I'm sure Edge, Finn will have a match at WrestleMania to... to finally yeah it's like fucking like just seeing like the judgment day now is just like like a gang of bullies where like months ago it was like oh a spooky mystical you know so the reason so it's actually crazy to believe this storyline's been going on for almost a year now as far as like edge getting kicked out right because at wrestlemania that's when damian priest joined judgment day and that kind of got that stuff going Edge, the rumor was when Edge left Judgment Day, he got kicked out, was because they were going down that spooky, like, magical type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And Edge is like, no, fuck yeah. that. And it's like, I still I still don't know what the point of the Judgment Day is. Like, what are they trying to accomplish? I think at this point... Are they point, just meant to be bullies? Like, is that what it is? I think at this point, they're just the heel, the mid-card heel that you gotta put up. Because they're in, like, so much stuff yeah i mean which is like i'm happy that finn's getting you know television time dominic's getting time to you know improve his character and and, when in uh in ring skill and stuff but like i really hope i just don't know i hope finn i think everyone else in the judgment day is like okay that makes sense for judgment i think if if it's holding back anyone it's finn 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah, like oh, 100%. so much. I think it's like, holding back. I think you can make an argument. Rhea's killing it, but I think you can make an argument that's holding Rhea back. I think she's too good. I think it just matches that. her aesthetic. I think you that's, know? yeah, so it's I like, guess. But and she also like half the time she doesn't even come out. With she doesn't them. need the judgment. Day, she doesn't need saying. She doesn't. Yeah. Need, they need her. She doesn't yeah. need them. It's more of that situation. Um, but yeah, I hope that they have a blow off match at Mania and just end this because all Edge has been doing this last year when he's not just sitting on his couch for two three months <laughs> is fighting the judgment day and it's just yeah it's, it's boring i, it's I would boring. It, it, if he can still go in the ring i don't want to see his last like stop veteran fighting years. the same three guys yeah like go out and have matches have great matches with other people like it doesn't it doesn't your world doesn't revolve around the judgment day <laughs> we can get past that um we kind of already mentioned the Brock and Lashley thing. It's just, you know, just some big boys <laughs> I, being I, big. Yeah, just some big boys being big. I, I do uh, love... We've talked about Brock Lesnar before. I love his character, the cowboy Oh, Brock. cowboy Brock Listen, is I, the I best get, We're going Brock in iteration. circles with him and Bobby and stuff. But like, I love when Brock Lesnar talks. Yeah. I, when he has a free yeah. mic, bro, just a hot mic yep. out there, he goes, talking about thinking about Bobby. He's like, I go ice fishing, and I think about Bobby. <laughs> he goes, I eat dinner, and I think about Bobby. And then he stops, and he's like, starts laughing. He goes, he goes, I'm in bed with my wife. And about four to five <laughs> yeah. hours later, I'm thinking about Bobby. About four to five. He's like, about four. He's like, he starts he's laughing. Like, about four to five hours later, I'm thinking, I'm back thinking about Bobby Lashley. <laughs> about four to five hours later. Oh, I love him. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, but it's just going in circles. Yeah, it's I, just a it's just a fun kind of nothing thing. I remember when this uh, Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar was like, because even like when Bobby was pre-WWE, like mm-hmm. before he came back, it was always like he wanted a piece of Brock Lesnar. Like it was always yeah. that two WWE guys went to MMA. Like they have similar backgr- uh, backgrounds and stuff like that. That was always a match Bobby wanted. Came to WWE. They never, you know, met up. They never, like, th- th- it just never happened. Right. And then we eventually got it when it was Brock, Bobby, WWE Championship mm-hmm. last year. And it went from being a feud that everyone wanted to a feud where it's like, how many more fucking times are these yeah. guys going to fight? Like, if you have, like, I wouldn't have been, I would have been fine with three matches. Like, Brock wins one, sure. Bobby wins one, you get the big blowout sure. match. Sure. Yeah, and even Royal Rumble, you have that little interaction there. That's that's fine. That's mm-hmm. a quick little mm-hmm. thing. I I don't know. Like I I think because they're doing a contract signing for the match on Raw, mm. I'm thinking that there's going to be something that happens either on Raw or at the Elimination Chamber where either the match doesn't happen or like it ends in a no contest. Because I can't imagine them not having a WrestleMania match. That's yeah. gotta be the that's gotta be the big event that they have. I their think last it, match. I think at this point is they know that oh shit we have brock for mania oh we didn't have anything for him let's give him bobby sure and just, just to get him which hey i'm all for seeing brock on the card listen if 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 they are doing this match here mm. let's say this is their their blow-up match let's say this is like the final match wait are it, they fighting at elimination Chamber? that's what the that's what it is oh yeah, it's a contract that, for the elimination yeah that's Chamber. what i'm saying oh. that, that's why i'm like like if you want to build this event up as like you know a big pay-per-view going to wrestlemania mm. yeah that adds to it but i think 
that match should be saved for Mania. Which right, because then what's the Brock Mania match? It's going to be what? Brock, Brock Lesnar, Brock, Brock Lashley Brock. 6? Or, you if know they, what I mean? If they, if they do it, they got to add some sort of like last man standing or some sort of stipulation right. I, or yeah, something. Yeah, kind of like what Roman you know? and uh, Brock, everyone yeah. was the same thing. They had the last man saying, and it was great. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I hope they, I don't know. If if they are going to have this match in the Chamber and they opening, they uh, leave the door open for another Brock match, fuck, you better be Gunther versus Brock. Like, if they are leaving that door open, yeah, I need that match. I fucking need that match. I don't think it's going to happen, but <laughs> if he doesn't face Bobby at Mania, I don't know who he's going to face. I wonder what, what's Gunther going to do at Mania? Because they have the Elimination Chamber for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. There's no I, real Gunther. I've feud always right now. thought that they were going to do Gunther. They were going to revisit Gunther Sheamus because Sheamus is. Oh, they yeah they yeah they right? should do because that. it's the whole Sheamus has never won the Intercontinental right. Belt. Winning at WrestleMania obviously would be a, a big moment for him and stuff. That's what I've always imagined, but I haven't really sensed that they planted seeds yeah. for that stuff yet. I mean, they had like Royal Rumble. They were going at it all match. So I mean, I guess that you know it would be great. Oh, here's what here's what they should do: triple threat. Gunther, Drew, Sheamus gets yeah. all three of them on the card. Some three, just three big boys, just giant. Three yep. I think that's exactly. No, what I, they I like do. that. I like that a lot. And then because Sheamus and Drew, are like uh, they're already kind of split up as a team, right. but it adds a little more Ooh. of like we were friends because right? you can protect Gunther in that. Because so, let's say Sheamus does win the match, Gunther doesn't have to take the pin. Sure, he can still make him look strong. I'm down yeah, I like for that. that. Yeah. Sign me up. I'm down with that. That would be a, that would be a really good match. I think to that'd be, be honest sick. with you. Um, Kind of just to run through the rest of Raw before we get into AEW and wrap up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to talk about this match, but I I'm happy Carmella's back. I'm a I'm a Carmella fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's she's underrated in yeah, the ring. I agree. Um, she beat Piper Niven, Candice LeRae, and Mia Yim to advance in the Elimination Chamber. Great. Uh, Carmella's perfect. just a good character. She's a good good. Especially character now that she's around. back to this like Staten Island, like you know, I forget yeah. what she was. It was like the same but different. Like was, Mela is money yeah, she was doing. Like, and yes, then, but just this like just like I'm the queen. I think queen of Staten Island type. Like yeah. I, it mm-hmm. works for. I like it. Um, Montez Ford defeats Elias, goes to Elimination Chamber. Absolutely, Dawkins should be in there with him. I'd but agree. what are you gonna do? I think that this is the first. Um, I think WWE is giving us our first taste of a singles. That's what it seems Ford. like. Yeah. Cause I would have loved to see a Dawkins I, versus Montez just like they go head to head, just a there. little bit, just a little taste, you I know. Agree. But and maybe, hey, maybe that seeds plant where it's like Montez Ford's going on a run, Angelo Dawkins can't get things going, and that leads to someone turning on someone. Maybe I to don't me, know. I I hope they do something like that. I don't see them giving Dawkins and Montez Ford any time. I don't see them. I don't see them giving them a few. Oh, yeah. I see them I, just Mont Montez either turn or someone turns or they split up. I, and then Montez is done with them. I think it'll be like a new day thing where if they bring the draft in, if they bring the draft back, which or, I you, fucking hope they do. Yeah, that's yeah. the easiest way yeah, to do it. Yeah, honestly, honestly, for some reason, I, I, it would be a Dawkins versus Montez feud would be so sick. It would for whatever sick. reason, I just don't see but them. The, but like, doing if you want to like protect that team where it's kind of like you never the new day is never going to split up like i I think that's kind of foregone that's not gonna happen keep them like you know split them up so it's like you know they're obviously still brothers they're still best friends so one day Mm -hmm. when they're back in the same roster they can be a tag team again there's no hard feelings um yeah very happy montez ford one we are finally on to aw um i think a note before we get in aw something that um i put in here i want to talk about for i want to say the better part of two to three years i i don't want to speak for the both of us but um i've been 
Oh, AEW is much watched, must watch TV, especially over WWE. Um, point I'm trying to make is over the past, I mean, like, let's say, let's play it safe and say four to six months. Mm-hmm. Um, probably leaning closer to four. Um, WWE has absolutely backed outperforming AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not necessarily, definitely not necessarily week to week in ring quality. Yeah. But just in terms of WWE making themselves must must watch TV again, it's it's all to do with the bloodline storyline. Yeah. It's all to do with that. Yeah. Um, but WWE's got it back. They I do. think I think AEW had it for about two or three years. It's back on WWE. Yeah. I think, and I a lot of people. Oh, I hate comparing them. I I think it's so much the AEW versus WWE. I think it's so much fun. <laughs> it's like it's fun. And it's not yeah. it's not like a real thing. So it's fun to you know as a fan being like, whoa, now WWE is beating them. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Um. I think WWE's got it right now. WWE's got it over AEW. Yeah. Um, you're, you said, like, over the last four months to be safe four months. I don't think it's a coincidence that WWE started to become watchable again and become interesting since Triple H took over. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to yeah. give him all the credit because the Bloodline story is a 1,000% the bulk of the reason why the product has been so good. Yeah. But it's just... It's it's obvious uh, since Triple H took over the mid card titles makes uh, have a meaning to it. Triple H is actually making good use of wrestlers on the roster and not have to worry about bringing back guys like The Rock and Stone mm-hmm. Cold to main event matches. He's he's working with what he has. And he's doing a great job. I think Clash at the Castle was in September. I think that event that was in September, so that was five months ago. Okay, all right. I think that was like the event where I was like, okay, yeah. I think they're they're back to being like the top yeah. dog, you know? Cause I think for a while, like AW was so hot, so fresh and to there to, especially with like punk coming into and everyone. To yeah. See everyone, that, it know? was so talked about. And I think AW just had that, you know, when a company starts up something that's fresh, people are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. People want to watch it. People are locked into it. And then time goes on where it's like, okay, now the honeymoon phase is kind of over. And now it's like, okay, now they have to really deliver. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, all right, you got us here. Now, how are you going to keep us around? WWE has been a juggernaut for so long mm-hmm. that no matter what they do, even if Vince McMahon was still in charge, you're still going to have your 2 million viewers a week. You're still right. going to be selling out this and that, right? But since, and I'm sure you've seen these things too, you see the numbers from arena sales, pay-per-view buys, mm. house shows even. The house shows have been sellouts over the last few months. Cody Rhodes being a big, I think Cody Rhodes being is a mm-hmm. big reason for yeah, that remember, too. Remember last year there'd be like pictures going around on Twitter where like SmackDown would only sell half the arena. Haven't like, seen you know any I mean? of that. Yeah. So, and it's like you, the Royal Rumble um, or the Raw is 30, like highest, uh, you know, gate sales. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You're, you're seeing those numbers for everything. WrestleMania already sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, social media views, this and that. It's not a coincidence that all that stuff started to pick up after Triple H took over. Yeah. And again, Bloodline deserves all the credit in the world. And I'm not saying Triple H definitely has his hands in it, but like that's all credit to them. I think AEW is at a point right now where, I, and I'm not saying AEW is not in a good place right now. I think their product is is fine. Mm-hmm. I do think that they're doing some things very well, some things. Again, in it, it, just looking at in ring, I think I think TV in ring matches, AEW still 100%. blows W out yeah, of the water. Could, uh, what, uh, but that can only get you so far. I, there was a quote. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Daniel Bryan Danielson, Daniel Bryan, uh, he was doing a podcast. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. he said, you know, Vince McMahon asked him when he was still in WWE, like, what, like, why do people like AEW more? Like, what's the thing? So uh-huh. Daniel Bryan said he watched AEW for the next few weeks and like 
took notes. I'm like, why is this? AEW is focused on the wrestling part of things. Like, that's what AEW is. Like, you have your storylines, mm-hmm. all that stuff that go into it. But wrestling, pure wrestling is what draws people in. People are drawn to WWE because of the storytelling. There's wrestling there, but that's not the main focus. Yeah. The storytelling yeah. is the main focus. You watch an episode of Raw, three hours. How much of that time is to backstage segments? Guys in the ring talking, right. building up storylines. Maybe upwards of an hour, right? I think I think considering all more. things, like in three hours, I think an hour is a fair time to give that. AEW, if it's a two-hour show, you're probably watching an hour, 45 minutes of, of just wrestling. Yeah. So that's the big difference there. Wrestling and Which AEW. Which I don't think is a bad thing. It's not a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, not a bad thing. thing it, it makes them different. Right. AEW has always been better at the, having the pure wrestlers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and that's what they're better at. But from the storyline standpoint, and the guys delivering in the ring, because mm-hmm. now... With Triple H in charge, wrestling is getting more of a focus. Hundred percent. Not it's like still the um, AEW's level, but it's getting more of a focus. I didn't. It's somewhere in here, but like, uh, what what matches it? It was, um, uh, it was, it was, it was Alpha Academy versus Cedric and, and Shelton, Shelton. Mm-hmm. and that was like. I was like watching that and that was like a good match. Yeah. They put on a really good match. And normally that'd just be like a boring half-assed if that, if, TV if match. If Vince McMahon was in charge, that match would have been over in three minutes. Right. But right. at least like that, like it was, it was like, oh, like these are the guys actually put on something worth watching when like normally they wouldn't have to. And all those guys, the thing, WWE has really good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You can argue that they have just as many good wrestlers on their rosters as AEW. Mm-hmm. It's about how they're presented. Otis. Chad, Chad Gable is, is one of the best. He should be. A, I, I hope he gets like a United States Championship run. He, yeah, he's so good. Yeah. Shelton, we all know how good Shelton Greatest. is. Greatest. Cedric Alexander too. He, I mean, he's good. great as well. Yeah. Like those guys can put on a great ten minute match mm-hmm. on a on a filler episode of Monday Night Raw. They never would have gotten that opportunity under Vince McMahon with Triple H in charge. He's given it more of that wrestling <laughs> focus, not on the same level as AEW, mm-hmm. but. They're getting better at it. And I again, like the last few months, we're not uh, – I think a lot of people would think that we were like WWE haters for how highly we were talking about AEW for a while. Because yeah, like, we it was re- just – It was better. Better. It was better. You know? We say how it they is. They had – for a while, AEW – because you were saying WWE is more focused on the storylines. They have better storylines. AEW has better wrestling. But for a while – AEW had better at both, especially With CM Punk. I and think, that I think that in. I think C, now that we're like a few months removed, we kind of look back on it. The CM Punk situation hurt them, yeah, so much. I, I, you, you're probably if you ask like Tony Khan, all these guys asked him that same question, and be like, no, like we picked it back up, like yeah. we're good, bro. It hurts losing mm-hmm. CM Punk. It, it, it really it, did. It hurts, yeah. Um, and I think even like, I was thinking about this the other day, and I, again, I know MJF had a promo about it and about like, oh, once I'm the champion, you guys are gonna think we're boring. The most exciting part of MJF was his chase for the championship. I think he's, I think he's a good champion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, And again, I think it's just missing that intense punk level feud or that intense level like John Moxley feud right. or something like that. Um, which I, I, it seems like story, storytelling wise, they're in a lull, but I think like to, to defend them during that like time span where, where we were way more pro AW than mm-hmm. WWE is because AW had it lo- they stories did. and wrestling had it locked in lot. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, which it's like, like we were talking about earlier with the bloodline story, the bloodline story is going to come to a peak and eventually they're going to be in a low. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe a W climbs back. So everyone's, it's always going to ebb and flow. And, and it feels be, like we're in the dip of a W. And let's be real too. It's hard for AEW to put on 
like we were saying with WWE, it's like it's hard to top this storyline. What the fuck is AEW going to put out there that's better than the Bloodline storyline? They you know they would need Punk back. I think yeah, they would no, they would need I'm, Punk I, back. I think Punk yeah. Omega, Punk yeah. versus Omega would be yeah. the only way they can combat. It really it. would. And we don't. Th- I don't. God knows that ever happens. So to, again, like uh, to you know defend AEW a little bit. It's hard to put on. It's hard to put something on TV that's more interesting than what WWE is putting on TV right now because the Bloodline story is just. It's two and a half, three years in the making. Mm-hmm. It's hard to top that right now. It's impossible to top that right now, I'd say. So I think AEW is going to get back on track. Of it. They Listen, they they have so much talent. They got guys there that can, yeah. you know, can put the shit back on track, right? Um, but they're in a lull right now. And I'm hoping to bring up MJF. I hope that his match with Brian Danielson, which they're building up to the Iron Man. Oh, I think match. it'll be great. I think, that, be I think that's going to be the turning point for yeah. his for his reign. I, I think, think so I too. think he needs because MJF needs that. Win. I didn't watch the win. match fully last night, but I watched some highlights. He looked fucking good in the ring last night. MJF. Oh yeah, he looked good. Oh yeah, like he looked good. Like bought. Like he looked ripped. Like he looked great. And he was doing see that. See that fucking back like off the, the, Yeah, yeah. He looks. I, he looks great. So I think uh, hopefully they keep keep prepping him, like giving him more act like. The guy he faced last night, like pure wrestling. Like, say it. What's his name? Go ahead. <laughs> I, I I didn't want to say it. I, <laughs> no, I, I know you went uh, the guy. <laughs> Tashida. Takeshita. 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 It's hard. It's it does. It doesn't look. I like always that. let you yeah. say it when we do the podcast. Takeshita. Um, I I hope to see him kind of like what he's doing with Brian Danielson, where he's having mm-hmm. him go up against guys. I want MJF to go up against like legit wrestlers, whether it's in AEW, other companies build him up like that like oh this guy can actually wrestle iron man match kills it boom we're back in business yeah no i agree um with that said aw last night we kind of you know we kind of just talked about mjf oh do you see mjf's promo i i watched the video on Twitter, the backstage one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. live <laughs> yeah, yeah jesus yeah. christ yeah i mean he like just because we're on the topic of, of, of mjf i mean like <laughs> i was it's one of his only promos where i was like like I didn't really. I understood the connection, I guess, but like, I don't think they had it to felt, say that. It felt weird. I was it like, did huh? feel like, weird. It was to fill everyone in. I'm sure everyone's seen it, but it was like, he was talking about how he's like, he mentioned his blue Camaro a bunch, talking about how he was like a douchebag in high school, which again, like, I, the whole story was to play up. The, the the crux of the story was person. that he's a scumbag yeah, and yeah. will do whatever, but yeah. and he's like, oh, I <laughs> uh, went to prom and this, that, and the other, and then. What's going on? Um, went to prom and then you know the the hot girl at prom and he's like and we're driving and and, she, and he he mimics a blowjob. <laughs> so he's talking about getting road dome yeah. and then he's and then they they fucking crash the car and then to a he, telephone pole and to a telephone detail about yeah this. like Jesus the... Christ it was dark yeah. which like which like I you know I like when his promos are dark and real but it was like it felt unnecessarily yeah. like you dark you could have like, said know. another story to make you look like a scumbag everyone knows and, you're a scumbag and then like he like the girl like they both survived the crash and then the police were coming and he swapped seats because he was like gonna lose his license yeah. or whatever. And it was like, like I get what you're trying to tell. It, it felt weirdly out of place. Again, I I get what he was trying yeah. to say. The here, delivery and everything, great, but, but like, you, I think there could have been another way. It was <laughs> telling it. Like, it was, I don't know. I don't, yeah. What does that have to do with like, wrestling? You know what I mean? Even like, if it was 
told in it. Like that story, it worked in maybe a different context or somehow related differently. I don't know. It felt weirdly out of place. Yeah. I like mean, I listen, said, he's his, told, he told the story well. His the delivery, delivery and everything is always on top, but it's just like, I was, I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Well, what about what about you getting road dome yeah, in a fucking Camaro? What are you talking you got about? Road dome and you crash your car because of it. <laughs> yeah, like, what <laughs> that's are you all I'm talking about. I don't know. Um, what else do we have? Um, yeah, and at the end of the match, like uh, let's see, MJF busts open Takeshita. Mm-hmm. Danielson makes a save. Blah blah. Uh, match I had the biggest problem with. Jamie Hader squashes yeah, the I saw bunny. You, I saw you tweeting about this last. I didn't. I didn't watch the match or anything. I don't have so. much to say. I think the bunny. I think is arguably one of the most talented women on the roster. Um, I think this. No reason for this not to have been just like a good match. Instead, Jamie Hader gets the squash over the bunny. Yeah, I feel um, like the she's been on AEW. I feel like since the beginning. Yeah, like, I've always yeah. seen her. She had a um a match against. It was like. Her and someone else. I think it was. I could have got. It was her and like maybe it was Penelope Ford against Anna Jay and okay. and Ty Mello. And I remember like she got busted open. She was like bleeding. Yes, it was like yes. a picture. I remember of the her. match. I know you're talking. Yeah, about Yeah, I saw so, like she can go. The bunny is mean, great. Go. The bunny is yeah. fucking great. And um, it was just a weird like. Again, I get it. She's the champion, blah blah. blah but it was uh, it was a weird squash championship match, and it didn't do anything for the bunny. It didn't do anything for the butcher and the blade, which yeah. I think are criminally underrated it's a a cool gimmick it's a really cool gimmick. i think they're great and they have they've also all those guys have been around since the beginning i feel like they've done nothing with them like giving them a good direction um what else what else uh ricky starks in this uh i I hate to i mean i i feel like i sound like i'm just breathing ah ricky starks did this like it was a it was a solid episode of aw it wasn't like the greatest nothing crazy and we're also running at an hour eight here so <laughs> mostly just kind of recap this stuff mm-hmm. and get through it but um so i don't i don't mean to sound unenthused but ricky starks they did some i think it was like the garcia guevara gauntlet basically is facing yeah. all members of the jericho appreciation society it ends with um jericho from being masked in the crowd who wearing, wearing a scissor me daddy shirt um attacks ricky long story short daniel garcia gets the pin blah 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 just jericho and his crew looking dominant over ricky yeah um yeah i mean i so last night the uh, the boston celtics were on <laughs> and, and uh that's where most of my attention was but me and kevin will watch it and when it was halftime we were just looking for something to watch and i was on my phone he goes all right here you go and he puts on aw right? so and that was the match that the was sweetheart. on so i'm like trying to like explain to yeah kevin, like what's going on <laughs> and then he gets hit right in the crowd yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like i feel i have a feeling that's chris jericho and he goes really and i go yeah, and he takes off the mask. He goes, "Oh, it is Christian." <laughs> I go, "Yeah, I had a feeling." Um, um, yeah, I, I mean, was hoping. I was tweeting. I was like, "If Ricky wins this, I'm buying that shirt." Because then they were like, "I, I gotta buy that shirt." They were like, "Oh, if Ricky wins, he'll fight Jericho." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, I thought they'd save that match for." I was like, oh, "Okay, they'll do that." Um, yeah, it was what it was. You you mentioned. I want to say this really quick. AW has episodes where it's better than pay per views, but they also have yeah. episodes where it's just like. It's a normal episode. But yeah. I think because they have those episodes that are so good, it makes these ones feel boring and stuff. Right. It's a good like, show. It was fantastic wrestling from top to bottom mm-hmm. on the show. So it's like, it's... Like, it's had great matches. Like, the yeah. MJF match was great. The Elite. Oh, the Roosh, Roosh, and Roosh and Danielson was had a nuts. Like, yeah. they, they, they're good matches, but it's like, it, it's hard when you have those those shows that are just so fucking good. And then yeah. you have a, a show like this, which again, is fine, but doesn't live up to that. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes it seem like it's not 
as memorable or that good. I would like to I'd like to give flowers to Brian Danielson after his last match. And I say it every time he gets brought up. I'm fully aware that he's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just I like to put myself in just a fan and who to root for and just I don't know. I don't don't care about rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Um but again, I I say that because I like being a fan. You know, I don't I don't always like, oh, I like him because he's technically good in the ring. Right. Like, you know what I mean? That's that gets boring. Then you're gonna like everyone. It's yeah, boring to I'm, like everyone. I don't want to like everyone. You don't have to like everyone. Um but holy shit did he put on a banger with Roosh. He loves bleeding too. Oh my god. And like he maybe he cut himself a little too deep because he's some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. Um I don't know if you've seen highlights, but like he'll get knocked to the outside near a camera and his blood will splatter on the camera. Mm. Like there were I think let's say there were four or five cameras. Mm-hmm. Four out of five cameras had his blood splattered on it. Mm. It was fucking crazy. That's, uh, that's... It was insane. So like while they're filming the match, there's fucking blood oh. on the camera. No, I didn't it was, see that. It was a little much on the stomach sometimes, but like holy shit. So I incredible match. Um I think Roosh is unbelievably talented, but also boring. I'm not a real Roosh guy. You know, I saw so on andrade was trending on twitter last yeah night i saw because that. roosh is in aw because of andrade like he brought him in they were doing right. whole tactic things so everyone's just like wow roosh is just basically doing what andrade was supposed to be in aw yeah yeah i feel honestly, bad for andrade i know he's so good he's so just, good he just can't find his I really placement hope he anywhere comes back to wwe because he left because the whole vince mcmahon like if triple h is in charge yeah now, i think, think at he's this in point, much better hands he's just he's just so he's just good but he's just unfortunately lost in the shuffle and in he AW. had the, there was a whole thing with him and sammy guevara i think that's oh, like know, some backstage, backstage stuff, stuff yeah. so he's not around like let the guy go. Come back. To, come back to WWE. Um, MJF comes out and attacks Danielson. Um, basically, just you know, classic. Oh, after your match, and the heel comes out and you know, get, <laughs> I'm looking gets at your the notes. Shit. Backstage promo about the Blue Camaro prom date road road <laughs> dome. MJF backstage promo about the Blue Camaro prom date road dome. <laughs> Emphasizing he'll do whatever because he's a scumbag. That's awesome. Um, and also like like this match was just thrown in the middle here. Uh, the elite versus top flight and era Fox for the trios titles. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, not it's maybe we're just spoiled by the bloodline stuff, but not a lot stuff to talk about in terms of story in ring. Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's the bucks and Kenny and top flight is amazing. Air Fox shows up every single time. Good match. Good defense. AW doesn't build the stories going into the match. That's why I think it's not as good because you have, the 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 random title matches mm-hmm. the the what do they call them title elimination oh the li- eliminator eliminator matches, match yeah. like make oh no bro if you're gonna have a title match make it mean something I know the Bucks lost to Top Flight and stuff like that so I guess that's what right, kind the, of uh, the acclaimed didn't, didn't you said the Bucks did I say no didn't um they beat the Bucks um like last, last, I talked about last night. Or no, like last week. Who beat the Bucks a few weeks ago? Oh, oh, was that oh, top oh, flight? oh, oh, oh. Or was it not? I top think it was flight? top. It might have been top flight. So, I thought you were talking about something different. I no, think it was no, top no. flight. So, so like Grant. So like that. I guess that set up this match. Yeah. But it's like like the TNT belts. The the Bunny versus Jamie Hater. Like where is the build? Like there's no story behind. Like the wrestling's good, mm-hmm. but why do I care and, like, about it? I liked the uh, Death Triangle and Elite story. There was something there with at least like right. the hammer telling. But like, also, they haven't gone back to that at all. Where, where, where is where Death Triangle been? Exactly. Where, what's the deal with the hammer? Is 100%. Ray Phoenix okay? Is, yeah, you know, I, like, yeah. It's, I don't, they just don't, they knew a better job at roping me in with the storylines. Because although I am more of the guy that likes the wrestling part, you do need some story right. there. You need to give it some some substance you know what i mean it needs to be something um 
lastly, the Guns defeated the Acclaim to become the new AEW Tag Team Champions. I mean, it definitely changes. Woof. It definitely changes some things. Definitely shakes some things up. I, that's for sure. I don't like it. No, I don't either. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, it's fine because you know FTR is obviously coming back and going to beat them, and then they're gonna. It wouldn't make sense the Acclaim versus FTR. First of all, that's stupid. The Acclaim and FTR would work. It's not like they've what what you can't do face versus face all of a sudden. Uh, it, FTR in, can't become heels what the a, fuck are you talking AW, about i feel like there's this the lines of being a heel in the face are so blurry yeah like the guns didn't need to win this for any even if they are i mean it's also people are talking like there's confirmation of ftr coming back i I, no I, I hope they come back but i there's no i don't know there's, yeah, there's, there's no, no confirmation that people are i that's my favorite thing on twitter when when like something happens and they're like well, you do know that this means the FTR is coming back. It's like, what are you, a fucking writer for the show? For, what are you talking for about? WWE the last few months was all like, you know, this is happening because The Rock coming back. <laughs> and it's like The Rock never came back. Yeah, it's just like you can't just assume something's going to happen because... It's annoying. Um, yeah, I mean, I... Like, I do think that the acclaimed kind of like hit a, a lull where it's like, you know, they won the belt, so it was great, and they kind of like, you know... I think they were still no, they, rolling. But they're still rolling because yeah. they're so good with their promos and stuff like that. Like, they still had something, and Billy Gunn's been phenomenal right. as well. They didn't have to lose the belts. I feel I like, especially the on the first was. try, like, the guns, like, the gun, I think the guns, like, with more time, you can build them up to be like and a good the acclaim has spent but... weeks making the guns look foolish and stupid. Yeah, you know and what it's I mean? like, and also for it to just, I understand, like, you hit him with the belt. It was like a cheap finish and stuff. But, like, I would have imagined... If the guns beat the acclaimed, I would have thought, oh, probably because Billy Gunn turned on the acclaimed to go with yeah, the Yeah, I would have thought like, there'd be something Because if you told there, me, yeah. if we went into this today, I didn't know what happened, didn't go on social media, you said, hey, the guns beat the acclaimed, I'd be like, oh, Billy Gunn probably Right, 100%. 100%. On. No, he had nothing to do with it. Um, so I'm ho- like, listen, if AW wants to protect the acclaimed, it's like, hey, we'd rather you lose it to them than FTR. Sure. I, whatever. But it, like, you don't have to do that. It they can lose to FTR. It definitely screams transition champions it's 100 percent. why can't you do like a clan versus ftr where it's like you do like a, a tournament thing why can't you do like a best of seven like that would be sick that looks great for the acclaimed the acclaimed is FTR super looks- over ftr coming back make ftr the heels yeah they do can you be know, heels they-, they don't have to be good guys yeah i know he did the whole thing with his daughter and all that stuff like feel a good moment Make you the acclaimed be, heels. Make the acclaimed. They started as heels. Max is great on the mic. Let him start shit talking again. Right. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that decision. Uh, maybe it'll just, maybe it's a quick thing where he claim gets a rematch. They wouldn't bat. I don't know. Yeah. I, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like, okay, this is like, it seems like it happened for a reason in terms mm-hmm. of like, okay, they're, they're going to put the belts on someone else or this is going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm all for shocking moments. I'm all for like thing you weren't expecting. But, like, make yeah, it make sense, at least. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only credit I give is, like, I'm all for stuff happening. Like, like oh, shit, I didn't expect the guns to, you know, whatever. I don't think it should have closed the show. Mm. Crazy to close the show. Mm-hmm. Elite, it should have been, excuse me, it should have been, if anyone's going to close the show, I mean, either have the MJF, which I know, like, it played out, whatever. Have MJF and Takesh to close the show or have the trio's titles closed the show something right. i don't know it it felt weird that's how they closed the show and yeah. like obviously they have a rampage after it's so like the arena gets more wrestling but like it felt like a weird just like and not not that every show needs to be end on a happy moment but at least if like i don't know like back in the day where jbl ends the show by clothesline and ray mysterio you're like oh fuck that's crazy i can't believe that happened that stinks but i can't wait till the next episode this right. was just like 
took the air right out of the sails. There was yeah. no like, you know, there was, there was yeah. nothing to I, it. I, I just hope that this doesn't lead to like the acclaim going in a lull. We've been using that word a lot. This episode. <laughs> I just don't want this to be like, okay, acclaim loses the belts. Now they're just going to go back to being an, uh, another tag team. Uh, like yeah, they're too good for that. Uh, so I hope that WWE keeps up WWE. I hope AEW keeps them like relevant. And also, FTR might go to WWE. Speaking of WWE, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, like who knows? This is a, like we don't. I don't, I would like, I don't agree into rumors I, I hope and they stuff. Go into WWE. FTR, they're Triple H guys. When they were in NXT, yeah. they were arguably the best tag team in WWE. Period. Not just NXT. But WWE. Period. We like. FTR versus the Usos, which I mean, the Jay and Jimmy story. I don't know what's happening with that, but like, like FTR versus the Usos. And can I man, tell you something? Tell me something. We were we were robbed of this trio team. They didn't last long. I want FTR and Randy Orton to have a fucking uh-huh. proper run. FTRKO, the name alone <laughs> deserved works. more than three I weeks. Know. Like I, FTR can do so much more in WWE now that Triple H is in charge. They'd yeah. get treated like fucking stars because again those are triple h's guys yeah. and triple h takes care of his and boys. they would i mean not not the usos are doing great with the titles but also at the end of the day they just have them for the sake of having them they don't really I mean, like obviously they're defending them on smackdown but it's like they don't the last, really you know, have the like, last year they've kind of been like special events and stuff they wouldn't right. defend them on there's never shows. been there, not never there hasn't been an exciting tag team championship match in a while mm-hmm. since i would since, probably like, street argue profits, usos, street profits usos new day usos sure. you know what i mean it's not like, that one tag team that like because you have that the, those periods where you have the two best tag teams going at it where it's like okay we've seen usos street profits we've seen usos new day mm-hmm. it's like we need that new team now and like ftr oh, ftr be such a man good they can they can go against you know what anyone. needs to be, you know when exactly need to show up monday after mania yeah. Exactly, that'd be perfect. Be Monday yeah. after Mania, FTR. Shows I would up. love that. I would. I would want nothing more than that. Um, we'll see. We'll see. My FTR is going to be tag team. Cha- FTR returns. Whether it's AW WWE, they're going to be tag team champions soon. It's for sure. Like, so, um, well, I think that wraps up That's episode thirteen of the SAW podcast. Lucky Everyone, number thirteen. Thank you for watching. If you haven't already, what are you doing? Subscribe. Turn on the bell for notifications. All of that. Consider becoming a member so you can have all these cool emojis in the live chat and you get a cool badge next to your name. You can follow me. On all socials, that includes Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, maybe Twitch. I've been thinking about it. Um, at Raspy Taylor. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, why not? That could be fun. Oh, Triple H. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dante and Deck or Dante Toro slash Dante Toro 11 everywhere else. And John, you guys know you can follow us, Stash Club ah. W, on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, we're also on TikTok. So check us out on those True. platforms. Just kind of, you know. Letting you know when videos are coming out, tweeting, you know, just giving our thoughts with what's going on with the product and all that. So check us out there. There was one guy on on our TikTok. He commented because, like, obviously we post like two. We'll post, you know, post like some clips from the quiz. It'll just be like two questions of the fifteen or whatever. It's some guy. Some guy commented, "Make the videos longer." And I was like, "I got good news for you. There's a, there's a way longer video on YouTube." And he's like, he's like. No, but I want them on TikTok. It's like, brother, no, I don't we know. Can't, we I'm, can't put 15 I can't, episodes I on can't TikTok. bring, you know, you can bring the horse to the fucking well, but you can't, <laughs> you, holy shit, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, you can get best of both worlds. You can watch a shortened edition on TikTok, the long edition on YouTube. We can't put 15-minute videos Jesus on TikTok, Christ. unfortunately. But we appreciate your support no matter what. Um, let's get, oh, let's get one for the road and get out of here. here. Absolutely. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for helping us make it this far. We'll see you episode 14. Peace.